It's the time of year when we're all thinking about goals and priorities. Now is the time to plan your next trip. Whatever kind of travel fills you up, whether it's lounging on the beach, connecting with family and friends, or going on a foreign adventure, Expedia has the tools you need to plan a great trip. Download the Expedia app or visit Expedia.com to start planning. You do need to be a OneKey member to use price tracking. Signing up is easy and free. Expedia, made to travel. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card, you call the number for help, and can't get a hold of anyone. If you only had a Discover card. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right, a real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Oprah Winfrey. Welcome to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. I believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is time. Taking time to be more fully present. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. Our live class topic tonight, Dr. Phil's best-selling new book, Life Code. Even if you haven't read it, you're going to get a lot out of this class. It's perfect timing for this book. So I will tell you how this class came about. Uh, So I walked into my office at OWN, and uh, the book was on the desk. So nice of you to autograph a copy to me. I did. Not only that, but you acknowledged me in the beginning. So so nice. So nice of that. But what's great about this one is you are actually saying what a lot of us are feeling. It's a new kind of time that requires a new kind of reality. That's right. And you're right. A lot has been said. And people say there's not anything new under the sun. But let me tell you, when when the game changes, the rules change. When the rules change, you need a new rule book. Yeah. And that's what I tried to do. Because, Oprah, the fact of the matter is, I think we need to have an urgent awareness. An urgent awareness. Not just like, okay, I'll kind of tune in. An urgent awareness because the world is changing. The world I was born into is not the same world that my children were born into. And now I'm a grandfather. Those children are born into a completely different world. So it's a different world. How so? Well, think about it. Things are much more fast-paced. At times, when we were growing up, what were we exposed to? Three television channels? Yeah. But what do our kids see? They're seeing explicit sex scenes on network television. Plus, we put the internet overlay on that, where these kids are getting bombarded. Used to, they would get bullied on the playground or in the lunchroom. Now, they can get bullied at home in their rooms, on these social chat rooms and predators are grooming them there when they weren't grooming them there before. It's just a very different, fast-paced, sophisticated world, and that means we've got to prepare ourselves and our children for that new world. Well, I just, looking at the the Twitter feed here, and uh, Janet Hyman just wrote, how do you deal with the people that are closed-minded to new ideas? Now, you've written this whole book about a new approach to old ideas. So how do you deal with people who are closed-minded to new ideas? Well, you know, there are predators and there are prey. Uh-huh. And if you're going to walk through with, with, with the blinders on, you're just inviting yourself to be attacked by what I call baiters. Uh. And we can talk about baiters later, but these are the bad guys that we encounter in our lives. The people that, I mean, as you go through life, you just meet people that they want to steal your money. They want to steal your wife or your husband. They want to steal your reputation. They just want to wreak havoc. And if you're not aware these people are out there, let me tell you, you're easy prey. Okay, what, what I want you to do, I want you to just, you know, you know what I said to you the very first show we ever did? Do you remember? Yes. 
I said, go out there. So don't embarrass me, stupid. <laughs> no. I said, no. Oh, after that? Oh, after that. Yeah, okay. After that. I said, you know what? You got to unleash that Phil thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so for the past 11 years, you've been unleashing that Phil thing. So let's move back our chairs, and I'm okay. going to let you unleash that Phil thing right, for class, okay? Let's Whoops. do it. All right. Go for it. While, while we're doing this, Oprah was talking about feelings. How many of y'all have had a feeling about somebody, but you weren't sure what it was? It was just an uneasy feeling. Raise your hand. Hey, look uh -huh. at that. Everybody. Everybody. There's just somebody. There's some about them. And, you, and what do you say? You say, I don't want to seem judgmental. I, you know, right? You, you say, I want to give excuses hey, for yourself. You say, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you want to give them the benefit of the doubt. And let me tell you. Because that's what we're taught to do. We're taught to give people the benefit of the doubt. That's yep. how I was raised. Can't do it. Backstabbers, abusers, imposters, takers, exploiters, and reckless. When I say imposters, these are not who they appear to be. They appear to be your friend. They appear to care about you. They appear to be there to help you. Takers. Look, in life, you can break people up in a lot of categories, but one of them is you're either a giver or a taker. Yeah. And ask yourself, and you just need to ask yourself this, because I'll tell you what, Oprah, there's some baiters in this crowd. In this crowd? Just statistically, there are. You just know there are. Just statistically. <laughs> no, because okay. I thought you were going to ask us, if you were to ask who are givers and who are takers, I think most people say they're givers. Okay, but think about it. Are there people in your life that when you look back, you say, those people are just takers? I mean, no matter what you do, you can't do enough for them. Yep. And the more you do, the more they criticize you. Yeah. Any takers in the room? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. And exploiters, these are people that will just figure out, they just have decided they want a redistribution of your life. Whatever's yours needs to be theirs. They're going to exploit you. And they're reckless with your life and theirs. Okay. I love Jacqueline saying, uh, I think I attract baiters because I ignore my intuition and try to see the good in everyone. Let's talk about seeing the good in everybody first. Now, what I'm talking about here is benefit of the doubt. This is one of the things that I think is a crock. This is, a, this is an invitation for disaster. Why give people benefit? I don't think you should start out being paranoid. I don't think you say, oh, I'm going to be suspicious of everybody until they prove not. That's not what I'm saying. But how about we just gather some data first? What do you really know about the people you turn your children over to, for example? What do you really know about your teacher? What do you really know about the coach that, that you turn your kids over to unsupervised by you for two or three hours, three or four times a week? How many times have people said, he seemed okay to me? Yes, yes. Because yes. you never did your homework. Okay, Alyssa in the audience has a question. Hi, yeah. so I was taught to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I grew up in a small town in Michigan and that's just all I knew until I moved here to Chicago and I found myself being manipulated and taken advantage of in relationships. My question is, how do I stay authentic to myself now when dealing with the baiters that I see around? Well, the, the truth is, I don't want people to be afraid. I just want them to be aware, and then you don't need to be afraid. If you are aware that there are people in Chicago or New York or Dallas or anywhere that simply decide they're going to take advantage of folks, if you're aware of them and you know how to spot them, then all of a sudden, you're not prey. You write in Life Code about the people who are always seem to be sucking up to the boss and yeah. listening to what the boss has to say. And I thought you made a really great point that 
what people want to talk about more than anything else in the world is themselves. Is themselves. Yeah. And so usually those people who are sucking up to the boss are listening in a way that some other people might not. Yeah, actually, the, the truth is the psychopathic types, these baiters, actually do very well in the workplace. Sorry to say it, but they do very well. Why? Well, because they find that boss and he's a great audience of one if the topic is him. She's a great audience of one if the topic is her. They learn what makes people tick. So the question is, what is the new life code? And Robin Bryant on Twitter just asked, and I think this is a really good question. Are you trying, Dr. Phil, to remind us to be more paranoid? Absolutely not. And what is a healthy level of paranoia? There is no healthy level of paranoia because by definition, that's toxic. So you don't want to be paranoid, but you also don't want to be naive. Okay, we poll some of our life classes on Oprah.com and ask, have you ever been betrayed by someone you loved or trusted? and the results were astounding. 97%. Yeah. Isn't that the worst, though? Yeah. If the guy you get your coffee from at the 7-Eleven every day yeah. betrays you, <laughs> Yeah. You know, I mean, seriously, like, eh, guy's a jerk, move on. Yeah. It's somebody that you've invested in. Yes. You've invested back in. That's where it really burns you, because trust gives them access. Well, how do we know who to trust, then? Of course trust gives you access. Sir. Yeah. <laughs> that look at me like, okay. <laughs> Is it hot in here or are you just it, grilling? I me? wanted to hey, take your jacket off. Uh, I remember a long time ago on, on, on an Oprah show, uh, you said to a woman, I never, this was, a, this was a life lesson moment for me. You said to her, you don't have to worry about trusting other people if you can trust yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I never Listen, forgot that. Well, that's what trust is all about. The thing is, you have to invest, but here's the thing. You never invest more than you can afford to lose. If, if Ooh, you're in a relationship good. with somebody, think about this. Oh, that's and, good. That's uh -oh, a tweet tweet. She's writing down. Okay. She's writing Never down. invest more than you can afford to lose. Yeah. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Okay, Carrie's Skyping in from Aldeboro, Massachusetts. What's your question, Carrie? Hi, Oprah. Hi, Dr. Phil. Hi. Um, hi. Um, I got involved with someone, and he portrayed himself to be very different than he actually was. He manipulated me and pretended to love me. Over the years, I bought him a lot of things, and he hardly contributed to the household. And when I actually got laid off from my job, um, he promised that he would help me with the mortgage, and he never did. And I eventually lost the house. I lost the car. And when all of the material things were gone, so was he. Um, how can I spot these people and prevent this from happening again? 
And how do I move forward um, from feeling stuck because I've lost so much? Here's my question for you. I think anytime you get out of a relationship, you need to do an autopsy on that relationship. And in that autopsy, you need to ask yourself what you did to contribute to the demise of that relationship. You missed some clues, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Real early on, didn't you miss some clues? Didn't he make promises to you he didn't keep? Absolutely, yes. Didn't yep. he tell you, I'm going to get a job, and didn't you buy him a bike to go to work? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and Dr. Yeah. Phil is also yeah. psychic. Because <laughs> you look at like, oh my God, you know about the bike? <laughs> okay, but then he never went to work, right? Nope. I mean, that's like getting some jogging shoes. You put them on the porch and they damn things never jog. <laughs> you know, you get a bike and it never goes to work. It's the rider you got a problem with. You miss those clues. Why did you miss those? I thought I was in love. I, I, I never believed that someone could do that. I oh. thought he was being honest. I thought I was in love. I've heard yeah. so many women say that. Yeah. And then you, you broke your heart when he left, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's a guy that takes your money, you lose your money, you lose your car, you lose your house, he got your bike. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Okay, I tell you what, let's, let's go through the list of the baiter again, because let's see, let, Carrie, let's see if you see your guy in the baiter list. Well, I'll tell you, okay. we got backstabber, abuser, imposter, taker, and exploiter. Uh, did he backstab you? Yeah, he did. Did he abuse you? Um, no. Being abused is not just if you're hit. It's are you isolated? Do they disrupt your life? Do they call you names and demean you? Do you wind up feeling worse about who you are than you did before you engaged with them? Those yeah. things constitute abuse. abuse. Was he an imposter? Of course he was. He didn't do what he said he was going to do. Was he a taker? Yes. 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 Was he an exploiter? Yes. And was he reckless with your life? Yes. Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. I mean, listen, th that is a great and, and painful example. But let me tell you something. If you learn from it, it at least becomes tuition. Yeah. Have you learned That's from it? That's good. Absolutely, yes. So you've paid for... That's a, good. You've paid for an education. I love that. That's a, that was a tweet, tweet moment. If you learn from it, everybody get this. I just got that. I had an aha. Oh. Oh. I can go. My work here is done. <laughs> if you learn from it, it's tuition. Right. Okay. And if you don't, you just paid the penalty to the troll, and you didn't even get to that's go across good. the bridge. That's good. That's I mean, good. that's terrible. Okay. And that's that's. I don't want that to happen. And listen, there's a point at which they recognize that it's like you're kind of desperate. You want so badly for it to go. And I'm going to bet you that you have seen these relationships fail in your life before. And so you don't want to yeah. go down that road, right? Yeah. Was, was, okay. this, was this something that you think you can recover from? Absolutely, yes. This is how you can spot them next time coming in the door instead of going out when right. they're foreclosing on your house. Um, they have this air of arrogant entitlement. They really believe they're entitled to your life. They lack empathy. These people, trust me, they, they don't have any feeling at all 
for what you are experiencing. And Oprah, they don't even know. Because they don't even know what empathy is. They don't is. know what to, they don't know how to stand in someone else's shoes. They don't have the ability to feel guilt. They are irresponsible and they thrive on drama. And you will hear them brag about the last person they screwed over. Before they got to you, they'll say, oh, let me tell you about this old girl. They'll actually brag about it. They got a bunch of short-term relationships and they are so delusional. I like Jasmine Hussman's question. If a friend is in a relationship with a baiter, do you say something? If a friend is? Yes. Depends on two things. Yeah. How good a friend it is. Yes. And are you willing to risk that friendship to be their friend? Because they, you know, it's kind of like people always ask me, you know, my friend's husband's having an affair, should I tell her? Uh, yeah, it's a tough question. Because you're probably not going to come out okay. Really? Yeah, because they're probably going to reconcile at least temporarily enough to get rid of your meddling ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> you don't go away. <laughs> they're going to... They're gonna reconcile this fast enough to get you out. Yeah. And then he's gonna go back to working it. So do you tell that person that this is going on? Uh, personally, I I would, but you, what you do well, is you say, could. let me tell you, I've got bad feelings about this. I just wanna tell you, I've got bad feelings here and here's why. You do what you wanna do. But in the case of Carrie, could anybody have told you? No. No, I'm sure friends did try to tell you. Did they not? They did. Yeah. They yeah. did. Yeah. That's and why it's best to stay out of it, right, Dr. Phil? Well, you're not going to come out okay. You're just not. And Unless you're a really good friend. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Lakita Jones just said, damn it, I've been baited. How can I get over it? <laughs> or forgive them for baiting me. Thank you. Damn it, I've been baited. Okay, well, you say life is a game and you either play it or you get played. Talk about that. Well, one of our people, I forget who it was here. Let me find it. Um, he, I think it was Kevin. Kevin, yeah. Said, I don't like to think about life being a game. Yeah. Where's Kevin? Well. Kevin says he's having a hard time well, understanding hi, the hi, game hi. analogy, I am right? quoting you right. Yes. Yeah, you said, I don't like to think about it as a game. Okay, he, here's, here's the deal. There is a game going on, and you're in it. You've been playing, you just didn't know it. That's the worst kind of player. Now, why does it offend you to think about it being a game? I just never wanted to get involved in the, in the politics and the brown nosing, and, and I've always kind of kept my head down and not had a lot of interaction with people in order to get ahead. But I've, I've realized that there is a game going on, but I've never wanted to play. So I'm not even on the game board, basically, well, but then, I want to start playing. Oh, yes, you are. You're just well, a pawn you know. in it. But here's the thing, and you don't have to play by being a brown noser. That's not the way that you should play the game. You can play the game with integrity. You can play the game with competency. You can play the game with straightforward honesty. But you are playing the game. Well, I like I, I, it. I like Jack, uh, Jackie Prairie's question about uh, whether or not if there's only one trait up there for the back, back the baiters, like if it's only a backstabber, stabber, or you're only reckless, or you, does that make you a baiter? Does one, or do you have to have all the? the qualifications. You know, every one of us, I'm betting, um, has at one time or another yeah. been guilty of doing something on here to some degree. I mean, you know, think about it. I mean, life is on a continuum. Yeah. And, you know, way out here are the really toxic baiters. Yeah. And back here are the people that are amateurs. Mm -hmm. 
And what I'm talking about here are people that this is their pattern. Everybody has a way of being in the world. And if you're talking about somebody that, that is far enough down this continuum that this has become a consistent pattern, you're talking about a baiter. Okay. Why do we ignore that feeling, Oprah? I don't know, Dr. Field. Well, have you, you've been played. I've been played. Uh, Let's not talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> you've been played. Yeah. Why did you ignore the feeling? Uh, you had the feeling. Come on, yeah. we all know. I had the feeling. We all know. Why did you ignore it? What did you say to yourself? I said, I said, well, this person has so many other great qualities. That's what I said. They're really effective in other things. And maybe it's not as bad as I think. And maybe it isn't. And I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt yeah. again and again. Because you wanted them to be OK. Yes. Why? Because I'd invested so much. Yeah. Yeah. And so you think, it, 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 but the only thing worse than being in a bad relationship for a year yeah. is being in it for a year in one day. Ooh, that's good. Only thing worse Very than that. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Very good, yeah. Only thing worse than a year in one day is a year in two days, right? I mean, you got to cut your losses and get out, because they are going to get you. So somebody else had asked up there, how then do you cut your losses? I think the problem is so many of us don't have the language nor the skills to exit. Well, first thing you've got to do is you truly have to believe yourself. So you've got to listen to that voice and hear it. It's there for a reason. Call it gut feeling, intuition, instinct, whatever. When you get that feeling, that should send off bells. Listen, 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 listen. And you're wanting somebody to be better than they really are. Yeah. That's why I always see people write me and say, you know, I've been divorced for like nine months, and..." We went out to dinner, and I really miss him. No, you don't. No, you, you don't? don't. You miss who you wish he had been. You miss the man you wish you were married to, not the man oh, you were married to. Hit a nerve right here. Hit it, hit it, hit it. I see it hit. Oh, pull, you, pull your toes in. He just yes, stepped yes. all on him. I got it. I see it. Yeah. Have you done that? Yes. And what did you tell yourself? Can we get a mic over here? Uh, we have a new victim. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> So what did you tell yourself? I've been in that exact situation where I wanted somebody to be who I wanted them to be. And in all reality, they were showing me signs of totally being somebody else. Yeah. So I had a blinder on because this is who I perceive them to be. Yeah. yeah. And always and, perceive them to be. I'm that, sorry, what's your name? Aisha. Aisha, OK. Yeah. Isn't that what so many people do, though, that they're in love with the idea of who they wish that person could be? Oh, of course. We, I mean. We romanticize and we fill in all the gaps. You know, it's like you look up at the Big Dipper. There's no Big Dipper up there. We have to fill in the gaps to make it a Big Dipper. <laughs> so you find a guy that, well, you know, he's breathing. <laughs> uh, he has a car. Maybe. He told Baby. me I was Baby pretty. Maybe he has a car. Baby. He told me I was pretty. Uh, and you're filling in the gaps to make him Mr. Wonderful in between. The bigger gap you're having to fill, the bigger problem you've got. Have you ever wondered what the stars have to say about your favorite artists and writers? Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa, where I, your host and astrologer, Issa Nakazawa, read and interpret astrological birth charts of luminaries like W. Kamau Bell, Gia Tolentino, and so many more. You'll discover how astrology can unlock fascinating insights about these stars. And who knows, maybe you'll learn a little bit more about yourself. Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa wherever you get your podcasts.
Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Joanna asks on Twitter, what is the difference between a baiter and somebody who is just self-centered, spoiled, and immature? You know, listen, it, again, it's on this continuum. Maybe they're spoiled, self-centered, and immature. Yes. But they're, you know, what do spoiled people do? They have a sense of entitlement, right? Yes. And, and, and self-centered people, they have this arrogant entitlement up here. And, Lack empathy. And so, yeah, they're, they're selfish, so they don't think about you, they're thinking about themselves. So baiters get into our lives. There's something you call the nefarious 15. Yeah, nefarious 15. This is how, what, what I wanted to do was tell you how to spot these people. Now I want to tell you how they do it. A couple of y'all had your hands up. What'd you want to say? Uh -huh. um, I have a question. So far we've talked about um, kind of external baiters, so boyfriends, friends, Co-workers. Co-workers. What about kind of those baiters that you can't necessarily escape, like family members? How do you advise dealing with those type of baiters? Yeah, that's major. Listen, you really have to make a choice of who you give access. I don't care whether they're a family member or not. If they're stealing from you, if they're hurting you, if, if they're doing things that are mean to you, if you got somebody that is really inflicting pain on you, there is no code, certainly not anywhere in life code, that says you owe them access to your life. I've had a philosophy for a long time. You can call me a some, but you're going to do it long distance. I mean, you, you, I may have somebody that doesn't like me, but you're going to do it from over there. Oh, boy, you could do a whole life class on this. I think people are really hung up on what family members are allowed to do to them, sure. abuse them, mistreat them. And see, to me, that's what I'm saying. There's a new rule book. You cannot look at it that way. That just because someone shares some DNA with you, they get to take your stuff, call you names, demean you, sabotage your relationships and your career. Suck your energy. I mean, come on. Just because they happen to have the same chromosomes? No way. OK, I'm all Skyping in from uh, Abu Dhabi. Hi. Hi. Hi, I'm all. Hi, Dr. Fell. How are you? I am well, and you are talking about a family member, right? Yes, correct. I live with, in the house with my mom and my two sisters, and we don't get along at all. I mean, to make the relationship between me and them worse, I'm going out with someone that they don't approve. So should I actually fix the, the relationship, try to fix it at least, or should I have time for myself and, you know, start to grab my life? Well, it certainly is a balance. And I know culturally, you're in a different culture than we are in America. And so some of the expectations are perhaps more rigid in terms of family ties and when you can leave the home and when you can't. Um, but here, here's the thing. I think you have to really search your heart and say, have I made a concerted effort, really made a concerted effort to try and fix this situation? And if, if you're getting hurt by a family member saying things to you, I think it's very important that we're upfront about that. I think you, you can go to them and say, look, there are times 
that you really are loving and caring with me, but then there are times that you really tear that down. But you need to let them know the impact of what they're doing, and that way the next time they do it, you are certain that they're full aware that they're destroying your self-confidence, that they're undermining your worth and your value. You at least know they know it then, so you know what their intent is, and then your choice becomes much clearer. Okay, thank you from Abu Dhabi. Wow, you must be Skyping in a room privately so nobody gets to see what your, your sisters don't see it and all that. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks so much, Amal. Okay, go ahead. Um, my question was, is it once a baiter, always a baiter, and can it be situational? Um, what's your name? Lonnie. Lonnie. Um, this is a pretty disrupted core, and it's hard to be one kind of friend and a different kind of husband or one kind of coworker and a different kind of friend. Because I think any relationship you enter, you're either gonna contribute to it or you're gonna contaminate it. And they bring these contaminators into almost everything they do. And do they get better? You know, we just talked about that. They, eh, it's not a great prognosis. I mean, the best predictor of future behavior is past behavior. If they've done it before, they're likely to do it again. That doesn't mean they can't get better, but it's not a, they're high-risk individuals, I'll put it that way. So you all have heard me say many years, for many, many times over the years, when people show you who they are, believe them. The nefarious 15 is a way to start believing. So let's go through the nefarious 15. When you see any of these qualities in somebody, it means you, you, you should create a funny feeling. Yeah, you, you look for the pattern. Like, first off, these people infiltrate your life. And what I mean by that is... They will figure out what it is that your, your buttons are, what you're, what's, you're passionate about, what's important to you. And because they don't have empathy, they will start to mimic back to you what's important to you. That's how they, they worm their way in. And these are the people that create these chorus, th these conspiratorial confidants. You all know people like that, right? They're always talking out of the side of their mouth. It's like, Oh my God, did you see what she did? Well, let me tell you, if they'll do it with you, they'll do it to you. These are people, obviously they lie, they're frauds and cheaters, they blame others, it's never their fault. And this is a real important one here. They misdirect and obfuscate. They're like trying to nail jello to the wall. You can never get a straight answer out of these people. And you'll find that they answer a lot of questions that aren't asked. They'll find some detail and talk about it because they don't want to talk about the important thing over here. And because they know that your favorite topic is you, they're always asking about you. And every minute you're talking about you, you're not learning anything about them. Interesting. So they keep you back by focusing on you all the time. Like I said, they isolate their victims. Um, and that's really important. And these are really revisionist historians. And of course, passive aggressive sabotage is huge, huge. I want to go to Mendissa. Mendissa, are you here? Is Mendissa here? Yeah. What did you want to say? So I keep attracting the same friends over and over and over again. Mean girls that use me, abuse, take advantage. And my question is that I'm a nice person. But how can I be a nice person without the person taking my kindness for weakness? 
Yeah, and one of the things, one of the reasons I wanted to come to you because you had said to our producers that you felt that Dr. Phil had used some extreme examples of baiters and life codes. So you were thinking like, right. are people I'm, really that bad? Right, are people really that bad? Are they out to, to lie and, and take my identity and, and steal from me? Should I be on the lookout for everyone? So you've read Life Code, right? Yeah. Okay. You read it, Life Code. Now you've been through this this social lab session here with Dr. Phil. You can answer your own question. You were asking the question about your your mean girlfriends. Yes. Are your mean girlfriends baiters? Yes. Yes. On the, they're not on the extreme end, but they are users, backstabbers. Yes. Well, just <laughs> how much pain do they need to inflict on you for you to say that's that's too much? Because don't they don't they talk behind your back? Yeah. I mean, yeah. haven't they tried to sabotage your life? Yeah. And don't they suck you in and infiltrate themselves into your life and then use the information that you shared with them in good faith yeah. to hurt you? Yes. But I would like to know, can you give her some insight on why that's been happening to her? Because she's in a relationship with friends who call her a dumb bee. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. I, I can't even imagine that. I mean, some people's mm -hmm. level of tolerance for being abused is, is, is higher or lower than others, but you are in a relationship with somebody who actually calls you a dumb bee and you continue to have a conversation with them? What is that? It, wh why, why would you do that? I'll tell you why, but I just want to hear why you say why. Because I want them to be my friend. Exactly. And I feel like if I don't, you know, continue to be their friend, then I won't have any. Yeah. So you're giving your power away. They have to like me in order for me to feel okay about who I am. But they don't like you if they call so you. So therefore, I'm gonna keep trying to get them to. They can call me names and be mean to me, but maybe tomorrow they'll need something so they'll be nice to me. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of get a fix. It's kind of like, oh, they like me today, so I'm okay today. Wow. Well, that's not true. Well, I feel like how could you, if someone is always being nice to you, how can you continue to do mean things to them if they're always nice to you, if they're always there for you. Because you oh, think you can out-nice them. I'm so glad yeah. you asked that question. Oh, that's a good question. She said, how can someone that I'm never anything but nice to turn around and be mean to me? Yeah. Because that toxic nature has nothing to do with you. And you need to learn to do boundaries. It's not about do you not be nice to people. Here's the thing. I said some of what our parents said doesn't work anymore. That does not include the golden rule. The golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. You can practice that, but do not expect it. I mean, you've got to give yourself permission to be your own best friend. If, if your best friend was with you, they would step in front of you and say, you mean girls, hit the bricks, because she deserves better. Yeah. Be your own best friend. Mean Girls Hit the Bricks, I Deserve Better. Be your own best friend. Thank you for joining us for this Life Code. I mean, you, mean, you didn't need to do this because Life Code's already number one on yeah, the New York well, Times bestseller. It, but it's, it's good. It's right? good. So this has been great to be reunited with you. It's fun, isn't it? Yeah, you've done well, my boy. You've done well. Come on. <laughs> I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Super Soul Conversations podcast. You can follow Super Soul on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Super Soul conversation. Thank you for listening. 
Have you ever wondered what the stars have to say about your favorite artists and writers? Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa, where I, your host and astrologer, Issa Nakazawa, read and interpret astrological birth charts of luminaries like W. Kamau Bell, Gia Tolentino, and so many more. You'll discover how astrology can unlock fascinating insights about these stars. And who knows, maybe you'll learn a little bit more about yourself. Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa wherever you get your podcasts. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.